Hi guys, welcome back to the YBF podcast. It's your girl Natasha back with another episode of Hot Topics. And I have my friend Darius back in the mix. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're recording here at Samsung 837, my favorite spot to record in this gorgeous podcast studio. Darius, you haven't filmed here yet, have you? No, or recorded here yet? Yet. But I'm mm-hmm. a true you know, hardcore Samsung. Don't be shady. Connoisseur. I'm Don't be shady. Saying, only Samsung, Samsung only. Don't do it. I like all these other shady folks, but. Oh, <laughs> just because some people have multiple phones, uh. some, we all love Samsung, okay? Yes. So down here at in the Meatpacking District in New York City, um, the cultural and technolo- technological playground, the three-story gorgeous building where you can come and just check out all the new stuff, all the devices. They got photo booths, bomb Instagram pictures that you could be taking here. It's just a really cute space for events and, and you know, all the prototypes that you can see. So... We have tons of hot topics today. I wanted to have like a full hour of this instead of like rushing it because it's much to discuss. Okay. There's a few things. Okay. So this first story that I want to talk about, I actually didn't post it on the site yet. And it's because I feel like we'll get to it. We'll get to why I didn't even want to post it. But let's discuss this situation that happened at Clark Atlanta University. I know it's so bad. Like it's, I'm, I'm like sick to my stomach even talking about it. <sighs> okay. A student named Alexis Crawford was killed, murdered by her own alleged, we have to say allegedly, even though they're charged and whatever, allegedly by her roommate and her roommate's boyfriend. Okay. So Alexis Crawford suddenly went missing um, a few weeks ago, um, early, well, end of October, um, and people were trying to figure out where she was. The reason that it seemed odd, even after a day of her not being a communication, is because she speaks to her, well, she spoke to her mom every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. So the one day that she doesn't speak to her mom, her mom, of course, freaks out and assume just just like a mom would like something has to be wrong and she wasn't overreacting because something was wrong um there was a you know a search that happened I didn't I don't think it took more than a day or so for them to find what happened I knew something was up though whenever reports started to come out that she had I think three days prior to this she had reported that her roommate's boyfriend had touched her inappropriately and was basically sexually assaulting her now I don't know why within those three days that mf -er was not arrested something nothing happened apparently but did she go to the police or did she go to campus like security or I'm thinking she went to actual police because the police department said that she did this so red flag because he already had a record 100% so we find out later that he has like five plus previous arrests for crazy crazy stuff so when that comes out I'm immediately thinking in my head the roommate has something to do with this and so does the boyfriend. Like, I mean, it's it's very obvious what's happening and it's disgusting and I don't know why, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know something's up with this roommate. So people start to dig into the roommate's Instagram and, uh, you know, Facebook and stuff like that. She has pictures of them up. They have a group of friends, actually, and one of the groups, one of the, pers- one of the people in the group, friend group picture 
Oh, my God. One of the friends that is in the group of friends pick, I started, I went to everybody's, you know, Instagram. I started, like, doing a deep dive. Yes. I'm like, listen, we about to do a CSI situation. We about to figure out who, who amongst them has done this. You know me, my conspiracy theory. I already put it all together. Lord. I put it all together. So one of the girls, most of them hadn't, didn't really have private or public profiles, but one of them did. And one of the girls in the picture, in a group pic with all of them, had just posted the missing this person is missing, basically her missing persons report the day before. And I'm like, uh-uh, mm Now, given, you might not know your friend's a murderer or a killer or a crazy person, but I just find it odd that she retweeted and reposted, help find my friend. It, it just freaked me out. It's weird. It's scary. Then other reports came out showing her, Alexis Crawford, on um, basically like the closed circuit television. Um, she went to like a, a store. Um, and they don't really know why, but literally that was the last time she was seen. It was just hours before her death. Yep. She was seen at a store on closed circuit television. Um, I mean, I want to say about a day later. I mean, it wasn't that, a couple of days later, yeah, it was I like guess. Two days later, it, it, they basically but she wasn't just her roommate. She like the family came out and said that Jordan was at Thanksgivings with them. Oh my gosh! Like, other other things like she knew all of Alexis's siblings. Ugh. Well, a couple of days dad. later, they um basically the roommate and the boyfriend confessed and said they turned themselves in and they said this is didn't they turn themselves in or did the police go to the them first? Went. Or did they just admit it after police? Because I know they they admitted to it. After they got it. Well, legally. Um, Okay, cool. So the police, I guess, put it together and approached them. They said they had them in suspects in custody. um, And they have basically, they revealed where her body was. Like, they they revealed everything. Um, And I think where the discrepancy is now is who was the actual person that killed her. And then it came out just recently that it was, she was strangled. Alexis was strangled. Um, Her body was put into almost like one of those big Tupperware bins. Mm. And they brought her to some park in Atlanta. Um, It seems as though, I don't want to, I don't want to assume because to me, I can already put together who did this and why, but what they did realize just yesterday actually is that she had done a rape kit. Because she felt like, well, she she claimed that she had been sexually assaulted. So she actually had, um, you know, told them this. I don't know if they did the rape kit beforehand or postmortem. I don't know how that works. I don't. I wasn't really clear on when that happened. I think the rape kit happened when she um, reported the sexual assault. So it happened like right then. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe she didn't have the re- or nobody had the results. I don't know because um, you know it does take. Listen, there's rape kits from like umpteen years ago out there in a lot of cities. So who knows how long it really could have taken. But I do know that they did reveal results just yesterday. And she did have traces of semen from the boyfriend, Jordan, inside of her. Um, I don't know what else they said about the rape kit. Like, are there other consistent things like, you know, scratches or 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 just things that are consistent with the rape? I I don't know. You're right. But the DNA was inside. So. There was also talk that this happened on Halloween. So it happened almost like in the wee hours of going into Halloween. Um, now, how it happened, I'm seeing conflicting stories. I saw CNN say one thing. I saw you know other people say another. Um, I saw his testimony, um, the, the guy, Baron Brantley. Ugh. I can't with him. He looks 
crazy. His testimony, um, he actually told authorities that he was choking her and he was and she was struggling to breathe and and he heard that sound of agony. He put a plastic bag over her head. I mean, he had he said all of this in his testimony. Um, what scared me about this, though, and what was like, okay, they both are serious psychopaths. He admits that they went home, went to sleep after doing this, and then went to a Halloween party that night. Death penalty. <laughs> I don't even I'm believe in the death penalty, but I was like, wait I'm a minute tired now. Of it. I'm tired. Wait a minute. Um, investigators did search their apartment. There was an apartment that just, I, I don't know if it was other roommates. I think it was just... It was Alexis and Jordan. Yeah. Okay. So um, investigators did search the apartment. They sprayed that luminol stuff and they found blood in at least six different places in the living room. Um, it's disgusting. Um, there was surveillance video from the parking garage um, where they showed where Crawford and Jones, who was Alexis and, um, and Jordan, um, where they lived, they showed a car pulling up that led to the apartment. They believed that that's where the body was loaded into the car. I mean, all of this is on their own, te their own closed circuit television, um, their own surveillance camera. I mean, here's what, here's what I'm thinking happened. And I don't know why nobody's just saying this because it's quite obvious to me. All right. I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I believe that, he, Baron Brentley, was coming on to Definitely. the roommate, to Alexis. And I feel like the girlfriend, Jordan, her roommate, for whatever reason, especially when you're young, they're all 20, well, both of the girls are 21, you believe whatever a man tells you. And you see certain things with your own eyes. It's jealousy, it's insecurity, it's all of those things. So you're putting two and two together in your head, like, man, that's my man and he all up on her. What did she do to make him be all up on her? So you take your anger out or your insecurities are sparked by her, not him. So I don't know what he told her in her ear. I don't know. But what I do know is I used to be a 21-year-old girl. I understand I'm a woman. I get how our mind don't always work right and you automatically believe whatever a man tells you and that in that you get infuriated you get you get talked into things i do believe that he talked her into it and said you know what she's lying on me she let me hit you she know what i'm saying yeah she let me hit and now she claiming i raped her or now she's claiming sexual assault maybe he found out that she went to the police you know i don't know and he's of course trying to cover his tracks and that just sets homegirl off and she agrees to this situation and they don't even say she agreed they don't we don't we don't even know how this whose initial idea it was who actually did the strangling we don't we still they don't together. No, they both killed i know they both i know they're both charged with murder so we'll see how this plays out but i've watched enough snap to know that people don't if they can get one person to flip or one person to yeah. give more information one person might not be charged with full murder or maybe they might get the charges reduced or something like that. I don't know. I, he killed her after he found out. And then he, like you said, talked to her. Into after he found out she went to the police? You feel like? Body. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think happened. I don't think she was there for the actual murder. You don't think she was there? I don't think she was there for the actual Do you murder. think she knew? That he killed her? Mm -hmm. No, I think she walked into it. I see Ooh, her coming child. home and Alexis being dead. And he like, you know, we got into a fight, blah, 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 blah. You know, she's been lying on me anyway. And this was an accident. 
oh my god baby i love you you know i would never do anything blah blah blah, blah. right and right she fell into it she was probably hurt whatever and then kind of mad at alexis like you said girls if you have a man and mm-hmm. you have a female roommate mm-hmm. do not leave your man with your female roommate <laughs> and you not because be of what the female at all times and not because of what the female roommate will do but because, because of what your, of man, your man will do, will do. like if like Especially young girls, especially college girls. Oof. Do not leave your boyfriend. He's not your husband. He's your nope. boyfriend with another female. Point blank, period. I don't care if it's your sister, cousin, anything, because it's always going to be he said, she said. Always. If he smacks your sister's ass and you're f- in love with him, who are you going to believe? That puts you in a rock and a hard place. Also, um, also, was it just both? Was it? Yeah, okay. So J- Jordan actually tried to withdraw from school right after this. I'm trying to figure out what actual date she did this. This is such psychopathic behavior. I can't even yeah, get my mind around it. Michigan with her family. She was done. So I guess it was the day after the killing. I don't know. After she went to a whole Halloween party, I guess the next day she was like, ooh, maybe I should leave school after I just killed this girl the other uh. day. Um, so yeah, she tried to, I don't know if she officially did. I don't know how long that takes, but I know that she was pretty much captured up by the cops within that time period anyway. Um, but what were you saying about the, the, you said the parents said, the parents parents, of Alexis said that they were way closer than we thought. Way closer. What did they say? That Jordan had spent holidays with Alexis and her family. Mm -mm. You know, they, I mean, they were too distraught to really talk, but you know, the person reporting was like, um, Jordan knew all Alexa's siblings, knew her mother and father well, had spent, like, I know they said Thanksgivings with her, Easter breaks, and things like that, with Alexa's family. So they were a lot closer than just college roommates. And also what's interesting is Jordan, ugh, this is what we got to stop doing as women, like stop covering up for bad men. So apparently Jordan told, I don't know how the families found out mm-hmm. about this. Maybe Alexis told her mom about getting a getting okay this rape kit actually did happen before actually i still don't know there's still no way to know if it happened before or, or post murder if you post-mortem. go to the police and you report sexual assault they usually do a rape kit though usually you, if you've been penetrated usually, usually but it's not always so not i don't want to assume usually and if you are a victim like okay yeah do that because i want this person put behind bars so yeah i don't know but basically jordan found out about the rape kit results and she lied to her own family she told them there was no dna found inside of her this didn't happen he never raped her she actually said this on the stand like this is crazy this is nuts she said this on the stand that's your friend like you like come on well not on the stand but at the in the court in um in her hearing this is insane um so right now they're both um both I'm sorry, both Jordan and the boyfriend, um, Brantley, he, they are both being held, of course, on murder charges. I don't know what's going to happen. I do. They're going to flip Jordan. She's going to spill it all. He killed her, but they both (laughs) should go to jail and get this. Don't, don't take out one week off her sentence. Throw her right in the jail with him. They smother her with a black trash bag. This is all too much. Um, So what I gained from this is this. I do think he raped her. I don't think that he, I don't think that they were having this ongoing affair. From what we've been told about Alexis Crawford, she's very much, and I'm not saying that, you know, women can't have two different 
personalities you know be the perfect little angel to her parents and and family and then be you know doing the most out here in these streets yeah being Tatiana out in the streets and that's not a problem either if you want to be a thought be a thought and that's just not the vibe that I'm getting from what literally everyone around her has said and to me I know it's more likely if a woman says she's raped, she was raped. She was raped. That's most the most likely situation. It's not like she probably lying by default. No, there's only like a less than 2% chance that a woman lies about being raped. Yeah. So, no, if she says she was, she was. And if she went to the cops several days before, she was raped. I mean, you know, there was something going on there. I think no one cares about black women, and I think that's what this comes down to. Not obviously not her own roommate and friend, obviously not that black man that killed her. Allegedly. So not allegedly. Said, Becky had went and said uh, that Brentley or Brandon, whatever his name uh, is, had are raped you kidding? her. Yeah. They did a rape kit. Uh, he oh, would have been please. hung hung up. They would have brought back <laughs> helicopters. Brought back <laughs> circled that apartment. And the fact that the cops from what we know, did nothing. Nothing. Whether she told campus police or actual Atlanta police. Do something. Nothing was I'm not seeing what anything was done when she went to them three days prior. This man has umpteen arrest on his record mm-hmm. that are disgusting not just like oh he stole a piece of a pack of gum you know he's a criminal he doesn't and he doesn't care the cops don't care i don't want to say the family doesn't care because the mother raised a red flag immediately but i think i just don't get how we got here you know why is it that she what else was she what else was alexis supposed to do to prevent her rape and death because people love to say, well, she shouldn't have. It's always what the victim yeah. should and shouldn't have done. What else could she have done? She went through the proper channels and she's still dead because nobody even went to go knock on a door and ask a question. I think I did read something about cops trying to like trying go to what? trying to go find the guy and they couldn't find him. I don't know. I need to there find that article right in, in the apartment. Right. It's. Yeah, I just, I can't. Um, So what I say to young girls is, one, stop believing men. To be honest, always, the way you question every woman in your life, why don't you question men like that? I don't believe, a man could tell me the sky is blue today and that it's not raining and it's not and the sky is blue and I would still be like, you a damn lie. (laughs) What you lying about? What you talking about? Like there's nothing. Or at least open the window or stick your head out and look And make yourself. sure. Double check and triple check. <laughs> there is nothing a man could tell me that I'm going to automatically believe. It's just, and people call it being jaded. No. Niggas and, lie, dog. And ladies, I know it's some good D out there, but ain't no D worth going to jail for. None. Do you none. know that most women that are in jail are in jail because of a man? Yep. One way or another, directly or indirectly? I watch a lot of snaps. Selling drugs. Mm-hmm. Transporting drugs, or doing stuff like this, Sneaking joining drugs in and into their man. Oh yes, and getting caught with it, and joining in on killing people yeah. and and acting like you Bonnie and Clyde, like it's too much. Um, yeah. So speaking of D, that is just I call it double dick, like it's too much. Yeah. Speaking of that, apparently we're gonna switch gears. Apparently Lori Harvey and Future are a couple. I'm sorry. I know. Like, I had heard this weeks ago, and I was like, mm, I'm going to keep it moving. Like, I don't really know. I don't really know. She done had a DUI and everything, and I flipped her car, and we ain't seen or heard from her since she did that a few weeks ago. Oh, they paid everybody off. 
everybody's right and all of a sudden the one t- the first time we see you pop up is at future's birthday party a few days ago she's I'm hoping she's just a guest. She's not with Future. She had on all white because it was an all white affair. She was standing off to the side with the biggest treasure, treasure cat smile I've ever seen, filming on, with her phone, singing happy birthday. Lori, she's a guest. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say you're a guest, Lori. You're a guest. Listen, you need to give that kitty cat a break. Good Listen, God. if, if hoes want to hoe, let them hoe, okay? My God. Let them hoe. Well, Future needs to give his dick a break. Look. What is this big gonna be baby number nine? If he knocks if she her up? becomes baby mama number nine, I will. Future needs to stop though, like stop. Like and Lori, see if I get your girl. Yeah, get her. Margie, where you at? <laughs> Fly back from Paris for one week because you're not Naomi. Oh, and come help this girl, guide her. And I understand if she posing one more Chanel couture gown, and your daughter's out here with her legs spread open to everybody <laughs> with. Five more million more in the bank. Like, come on. I can name on both my hands and toes how many celebrities Lori Harvey done bend over to. Like, stop. You are too beautiful not for that. Over. Somebody's not telling her she's pretty. You're pretty. I'm telling you, you're pretty. Close your legs. You're pretty. Good God. What validation Listen, do you need? I think her mother should fly. Talk- no, her mother taught her what to do. Her mother yeah. is the original. But and I and hands down, I applaud that. But <laughs> not one, not twenty. Good God. Well, I mean, her mother was getting it in with brothers or cousins or whatever, cousin kingpins or brother kingpins, whatever they were. One is in jail, <laughs> one wasn't, so she got what she needed. Then got out and got with Steve Harvey, See, allegedly while he was married. At least that's two, though. Ooh. We talking about ten? Like, I thought she was going. Silly with Puffy. No, that's done. I don't know what made it done, but they were living that up. They went on vacation together twice, actually. Went to Mexico after they went with both of their families to Italy um, and Greece or wherever the hell they were. That's not part of the plan. She she has to get pregnant. But she can get pregnant. It ain't like Diddy don't have no kids. Diddy. He got a lot of kids. He's a lot smarter than that, though. He is. Now, he he has had some one-off, like, the Sarah Chapman situation was not like an ongoing relationship, but you're right. Like his his kids are with, and he was a little mostly, crushed though because Cassie, right. you know, is living her best life. She right. got married and right. she's having a baby. I think he did want to impregnate Cassie, of course. And she was like, Mm-mm, "Not until I get a ring and some and some security." Um, I do not like this. I've said this before. Whenever Lori was with Diddy, I think I don't like crazy power dynamics when it comes to age so that's why i didn't like that situation but i don't like the situation on future because it's like girl like let's let's keep it all the way real if you just want to have fun that's not even who you have fun with sierra slide into Lori's dm and, and let her know the... let her know it's okay to want to have fun and get it in Look, if you want to smash every man that is fine to you and that you want to smash please do it i don't care do it on the low do, not only on the low I mean, even if you don't want to do it, I don't slut shame, but it's it's more about be smart about it because it's a lot of diseases out here and it's a lot of baby making out here. And to me, future is all those wrapped into one. Why are you wanting to have fun with that? With that one. Like why even risk it? Like that's an obvious risk walking down the street. Anything's a risk, but he is beyond a risk. Is Michael B. Jordan in a relationship? Because Lori, that's one. I don't think Michael B. Jordan likes anything with melanin. Uh. I'm just putting it out there. He claims he does, but we ain't never seen it. We ain't never seen it. He I'm said, I like everybody. Ooh. 
No, and that's not what I said. A lot that's of white women love oh, okay. the Lower East Side. Black women, they live on the Upper West Side. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know where he goes and trolls for women. Listen. I'm just saying. I know. I'm not doing this with you, Darius. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen. He, hmm. does, I've never seen him he knows with a woman with melanin. He his demographic. He knows what he can please and who he can't please. <gasps> I'm just gonna put it. I'm gonna you don't keep, think he's good in bed? I don't know. I think he would be. Oh, he's I from hope, Newark. He got some, he got a little thug in him. I hope so. Oh, well, get with Lori Howery. Get with some of these black chicks and let's find. Oh, out. there's plenty of black chicks he should have been with and let's, he wasn't. Let's find out. Anyway, um, yeah. Because making Becky Sue say "ooh" and "yeah," it, anybody can do that. And Becky Sue be faking. Faking hard. They all got one script. But they also don't really know. You know what I've noticed in porn? They don't really know what good sex is all the time because they're so used to, I don't want to say white men aren't good in bed. I don't know firsthand. I don't know. But just from what I see and from what I hear, I feel it. And the fact that women like go crazy over like 50 shades of gray, to me it's like that's like everyday behavior. For them that was like such a, Oh my God, this is so amazing. This is so like exotic. It's like, girl, if that's not your everyday, what kind of vanilla sex are you having? Yeah. So it tells he, he me. He really didn't do nothing but tie her up and beat her like a slave. I mean, I didn't say so, all that. Well, that, I mean, come on. You tied her but up. He and did you it, her. Right. But I mean, I think in a lot of relationships, especially when, you know, a man knows what he's doing, I mean, that's just run of the mill, exactly. you know? It was nothing. Okay, y'all had sex in the shower and he right. out in the kitchen. Whoop de doo. I mean, that happens on first dates a lot of times. I mean, that so, was Saturday for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to me, it's like, damn, are white women just having horrific sex and are white men just bad at it or whatever men they're with? Because as soon as they get with a black man, and I'm just basing this off of porn, just saying, because I don't know. I'm not sitting in nobody's room watching. I'm just based off of what I've seen and clips. It just seems as though they lose their damn mind. They do. Anyway, so speaking of relationships, Lonnie Love is getting um, dragged for something she said about interracial dating. Um, I don't think, and I didn't watch this episode full through. You watched the full episode? I've watched, I watched her when she broke down and was crying and all that. Right. Did she say something specifically about interracial dating before? All she said was she doesn't care if the man treats you right. Right. And, you know, is rocking your world and blah, blah, right. blah, and treating you like a queen. She don't care what color he is, what race he is. Whatever. So she wasn't encouraging she interracial wasn't dating. Encouraging. She was just saying, like, don't be ashamed. If he's a white man, he's rocking your world and you're a black yeah. woman. You know, and he's treating you like a queen love him like it's okay okay so here's the That's deal what she was saying i don't understand where, where that clip came from yeah so the other day um the real themselves actually posted on their own youtube page a clip from the show and the video the headline and subject of the video that they posted says lonnie love encourages interracial dating and i'm like oh what's happening and so I click on it, and to me, it feels like clickbait. And I don't know if all of a sudden this became like a trending topic on Twitter because of the headline, or did people like really watch it? And I was like, well, maybe something happened 
before the clip started that I don't know. But people were upset saying they don't like the fact that she's acting like being with a white man cures everything and white men are just the cure to relationship woes and you'll just be a perfect, amazing, like whole woman once you find yourself a white man. I got your back, Lonnie. That is not at all (laughs) what she said. I didn't think so. She's telling women to, you know, no matter what color he is, if he... You know, if he treats you like that queen that, that you are, mm-hmm. you know, love him. Be right. with him. It's okay. Right. So if he's not black, if you know, whatever, whatever. It's fine. So Lonnie is dating James, who is a white man. And given their relationship is, hey, if it works for you, boo, do it. Whatever he's doing, he's doing something right. Because so, she's she happy as hell. She started quivering just talking about him. Right. Her lips were quivering. It did. I think maybe people got upset because they know she's dating a white man and she does tend to talk about him being white. They were talking about the culture differences and how she likes learning about his culture, which I don't even know what that culture would be. And she he likes learning about her culture. So that's the positive of dating outside of your race is that you can learn something new. Now, everybody up on that panel is dating outside their race. Mm-hmm. So everybody co-signed like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I can do that. And. I think that people maybe took that as are they promoting that it's better and not necessarily like just saying finding someone you can learn from, period. I don't think they were saying it's better. They were just saying it's okay. Yeah. I don't think um, they would ever say it was better. I mean, her breaking down crying about James, though, kind of annoys me. Like, what are we crying for? I think she's crying because she finally found somebody that she said, you know, just treats her like a queen. And I would say, I so you're telling me, relationships. and we all have, we all have, but you telling me you never had even one good relationship. Like, it just seems to me, at, especially at that age, you didn't have nothing that just made you feel like, yeah, this was amazing, even though it didn't work out. Like, nobody treated you like he's treating you. I don't know. It's a little weird. Uh, what, I, what I also didn't like about the narrative, it felt like, because she was saying that, she went on a podcast recently or a radio show recently and Tisha Campbell Martin Tisha Campbell Martin was on as guest co-host and she goes, "Well, Tisha, you know her well." So, I don't know, I can't really put two and two together about who it is. Um, but I feel like I have a I have an inkling and the person was just recently divorced. So, I'm wondering if this is why they said it. But she said, "I was on a podcast or a radio show recently and you know, you know how us black women could be and we're saying I don't need no man I don't need no relationship I'm over dating and she kept saying this and Lonnie was like and I told her you just are lonely and you're kind of like masking it and I was saying the same thing and it turns out I was really just lonely and I'm just trying to you know play it off and really you just need someone to love and everybody's just clapping and they showed some lady in the audience crying and I'm like yeah. Why are we why are we acting like just because you're single, you're lonely? That's what I don't like. What if she really don't want a damn man? Exactly. What if she really don't want to date? Like, it's okay. Like, it's okay to be single. And I understand at a certain age, maybe it's not okay for certain people. Maybe they start to feel differently about things. It's not 1955. Like, come on. I don't know. I don't know what this... You know. I've never felt lonely. I feel like I'm doing way too much. And no matter if I'm single or not, like, I don't feel lonely about it at all. So I don't understand where that's even coming from and why people, like, almost pity you. When, when they find out you're single, welcome to my well, world. Well, you gonna find somebody. Welcome Who said I was world. looking? Welcome to my world. Well, you're the one bringing a date to Thanksgiving, so I'm just saying. <laughs> we we all don't have it like that. So clearly, you dating somebody. 
But look how long I've been single. Define single. <laughs> single is not being in a relationship. Not going on a date here and there is not. You're not in a relationship. That's all. You're just going on a date here and there. All right. I mean, we could play that game. Okay. Okay. But having somebody to say this is my significant other, then you're not single anymore. Until you have that, you're single. Whatever. We're going to see who you bring to Thanksgiving. Now, who I'm bringing to Thanksgiving is more than a date, yes. Oh, okay. So there it is. But he's not your man, though. It's like that area in between date and I don't and know what man. that is. I don't know what that is. Because I'd be like, no, what is it? Define it now. <laughs> so. now you sound like him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you could say he is. See? So you ain't single. Could Anymore? you date somebody else? Could you date somebody? No. Like, could you go on a date with somebody random tomorrow? I wouldn't. Oh, okay. So y'all, y'all in something? Something's happening. We gonna find out. He might be kicked to the curb after this Thanksgiving because you know we have final friends have final say. Y'all have kicked some to the curb. Good <laughs> God. Um. Okay. God so let's you. talk about this Colin Kaepernick drama. Because yesterday, I mean, we'll catch all up if you've been just under a rock. But yesterday, the latest development is that he is allegedly about to hold his own workout for the second time. Um, And this time he wants to invite like the right people, quote unquote, the right people, um, people that he knows are decision makers on certain teams. And he wants to do it all right. So... By the way, Nike sales are up. Big time. For anybody saying, oh, this is just, you know, people are about to drop him because he's just being extra with this whole crazy workout that happened the first time and people are done and over him for that foolishness. Nope. Nike sales are up and they're about to give him his own shoe again. <laughs> again. So whatever. Um, so I want to know, what do you think about this? Like, even if you're a, not a sports person per se, like, what do you think about this whole a black man saying what he wants to say, doing what he wants to do, not necessarily breaking a rule, but almost being penalized for speaking up for what he believes in. Now, other people have spoken up for what they believe in, and it seems as though when it's in agreement or in alignment with something the NFL wants to promote, they're okay with it. Like Tim Tebow has, speaks up all the time. Mm-hmm. He used to pray after every touchdown mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, people speak up about things. Um, Tom Brady's talked about supporting Trump. Like, it's not, this isn't a brand new idea of talking about, players talking about things that have nothing to do with football. It seems as though they don't like the fact Colin did it, and they don't like the backlash that they received, even though they've received backlash about other things. Let's call a spade a spade. Mm -hmm. He called them out. He called them out, and they didn't like it. Called them out about the situation, about... the situation of them not supporting him when he was okay, supporting yes. a bigger cause. Right. It had nothing to do with the NFL. It, it did not stop a game. Right. It did not lose them $1 right. until they punished him for right. for taking a knee. Not for, I mean, these NFL players out here raping women. Listen, you beating know, women. We just talked about two them. this week that, that got suspended for beating their pregnant girlfriend. Exactly. Come on, you when know he, when he drugged his wife out of the elevator that time, like she was him, a rag doll, right? Ray Rice, like right. I mean, I mean, him taking a knee. Mm-hmm. Is that really the issue, NFL? Like, really? So, my question is, 
Why do you want to be a part of an organization that you feel like does not support you or is racist or is all these bad things that he's saying about them? Why do you still want to be in it? I hear what you're saying, but if you worked your whole life, yes, like as an athlete, right, and you know, you made it there, that's that was your goal to make it there, like nobody should take that away from him because he's still all those years, blood, sweat, and tears, sacrificed him, his family, everybody. Worked hard to get him there. He deserved to be there. He didn't. He didn't do anything to get kicked out of that organization. So, and I get that. I feel like let me. It's like getting fired from a, your dream job when you did nothing wrong. I get that, but at what point do you say it's just it's a sucky situation? But I can't do it. now. If there was multiple NFLs. Then you could just say, oh, I'm going to leave, like, with the, with the job. Oh, I can leave and go find another dream job within that same industry. There is no other NFL. So I understand that this sucks. And I think that's the problem, right? There. If there was, I think he would go to that other NFL. But because this is it. And he's like, you know, this is – I have y'all had no right to throw – even if he gets back in, stays for a week, and then quits on his own terms. Right. Maybe that's what he wants to do. Right. Then I but think that's, that's the thing, though. They did have a right to just say, I don't want to hire you. Yeah. They could say you and do whatever they, they're a private organization. They could do whatever they want. Is it right? It's no. Right. But could they legally do it and technically do yeah. it? Yeah. They could. And I, so. And I think that's the, that's his focus on getting back in. Like, But I wouldn't even want to be a part of, I wouldn't even trust the organization. The whole situation with the workout last time was based off of a lack of, the reason why it happened the way it happened and went down that way is because there was a lack of trust on both sides. And if neither of you all can even come to an even ground to even start to discuss negotiations and, and talk about what one person will do and won't do, it's kind of like a hopeless cause. Like he did not trust anything the NFL was trying to do. The NFL wanted him, like gave him like what a five day notice about a workout, which is very atypical from the get. Um, They, he, was going to have to fly to Atlanta, go do it at a, you know, a certain place in Atlanta. They, they wouldn't tell him, according to Nessa, his girlfriend on Hot 97, she says that what they were saying was bullshit because what actually happened is Colin asked almost like the next day after all this came out, not the day of, like they were like people mm-hmm. were saying, not the day of the workout. He asked like the next day. They didn't respond until the day before and the day of. But he asked who's going to be the receiver because if I'm being the quarterback and doing my throwing drills, who's the receiver because that matters. They wouldn't tell him. He asked who's going to be there because he wants to be able to prepare what he needs to say, who he's talking to. How do you prepare, you know, to advocate for yourself if you don't know who you're advocating to? They wouldn't tell him. They wouldn't tell him who was going to be there from every team or from whatever team. He was like, okay, so what are the the logistics of what you're judging on? What kind of drills? What kind of – they wouldn't tell him. So it was almost like he felt like they were – this was a PR trap. Let me set up this horrible workout that of he could course. never succeed in just so I can say, see, he ain't good enough, and of that's why I'm not hiring that's him. That's exactly what they were doing. And he can he can't say anymore. Oh, they're not hiring me because they're racist because they don't like what I'm saying about standing up for police injustice and and standing up for black men getting shot by police and la da da da. Now we can't say that because I didn't get hired because of how I my, what my stats look like. So that's what they that's what he was scared of what they were going to try to say to him. He also wanted open media he wanted to be like, hey, can media come? Can my own team record this? Because he doesn't want them to package it in a way and they would have right where it's like 
he did nine out of 10 amazing throws. And the one throw that they put in the package is the bad throw. And so then all the rest of the teams are like, nope, that ain't good enough. Because they were going to also send a video to the teams that couldn't go. And also probably to the media, like this is what the workout looked like. Um, and it just, I understand exactly what he's saying and everything they were asking in that way. That shit was atypical. I know people were like, well, he, they gave him a standard waiver. The waiver was honestly like the, the smallest part of this. Um, and actually that waiver wasn't standard. They changed a couple of things. And even though there were only like two or three lines that were changed, they were major changes. Mm -hmm. People don't, if you don't understand what standard waivers are, you can change one word and it changed the whole damn contract. Mm -hmm. So he was trying to get those things changed literally the next day and they didn't get back to him about anything so yeah what else is he supposed to do like by the time if y'all don't respond by the time he needs to go on the field yeah he gonna be like no nah, i ain't doing it i'm not walking into a setup I'm not walking into a setup and people called him childish for that no you know like why are you you just trying to cause drama i don't no, like how you handling this I didn't understand. I was like, well, what do you want this man to do? He just has to fall in line. And exactly. please believe that anybody from combines to our players that are already there who are doing workouts, I don't care if they're given a standard waiver. They still make changes. Yeah. If they have a doggone good lawyer, a lawyer ain't about to be like, yeah, standard. And I'm still about to mark this standard ass yeah, thing exactly. up. I've never, I, when I signed my lease agreement, which is standard, I still ask for changes and they get done. So I don't understand why people are mad at Colin for this, but I also didn't understand why the NFL was so not flexible about it. You know what I mean? To me, they look bad. They knew what they were doing and they, it blew up in their face again. Mm -hmm. So, but if you know this, it's almost like they just proved your point. Why are you still not only wanting like set a statement of, I want to be back in the NFL, but they are X, Y, Z, like you're criticizing them while you're saying you want to be back in it, but you're also trying to hold a second workout to make sure you get in. I just don't want to be places I don't, I'm not welcome. And I understand that you have to, there's a balance. I get it. Like you have to fight the fight. You got to fight from within. I get it. But where's the, where's the cutoff? You know, like when do you stop doing that? I don't think he, I mean, I, I think eventually he'll reach it, but he's not there yet. Shit, I'm there. He's not there yet. I would be like, just like Chuck Deuce's stuff. He, he might want to do all this, get back in the NFL, get on a team, walk out on that team on the first day, mm -hmm. take a knee, and say, I quit. On his own terms. Maybe. On his own terms. And, I mean, in my, that's what I would do. <laughs> I would petty. go through all this, <laughs> walk out in the middle of the field, take a knee, and my jer back of my jersey would say, fuck who you know who. <laughs> And then I would quit on my own terms, hold the press conference and everything. Right. It's a lot. I feel like he, it's not about money for him. He's, I'm pretty sure he can make money on a, in a whole other way from books to yeah. deals and his Nike deal, which is probably about to be outrageous. Um, I mean. I don't think it's about the money. And I don't even think it's about publicity. He's getting publicity. Yeah. At this point, is it about principle for, yeah. on both sides? Uh, yeah. And definitely Ego, his, principle. Definitely his own, you know. Like I said, I think he wants to not get fired, but quit. Hmm. Mm. Just like time. a man. You be trying to get out the relationship. Nah, baby. I want us. We'll go. Uh, you know what? You just uncovered something. Men will go above and beyond, honey. Above and beyond to make sure you don't leave them once you bring it up. We'll start doing everything you don't ask for four, five, six years. Literally everything. All of a sudden, like in one day, they just do everything that you ever asked. Mm -hmm. 
as if they didn't hear you for four or five, six years. Exactly. They will break into your house and sit on your couch and wait for you to get home. That's how you get a bat. I'm not speaking from experience, but I am. <laughs> and beg you. Tears. Tears. Let's not talk about the tears. Tears. Huh. Baby, I need you. This can't this can't end. Let's go to it's therapy. Let's do this. Let's do that. What can we do to make sure we stay together? In the moment, y'all start working on things. The moment it's like, okay, well, let's let's try this. I'll I'll go against my better judgment and give it another try for the tenth time because now you've maybe just learned after four, five, six years what I wanted. You're now exhibiting that you can hear and comprehend. Hmm. As soon as that happens, yeah, um, I don't think uh, this is gonna work out. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave the relationship. Yeah. Niggas just want to end shit on their own terms. Let the church say amen. That's exactly what this is, they Colin. Don't do that. Quit. Don't be that person. Be fired. Don't be that man. Oh, don't be that man. <laughs> this is. That's so true. What you said is so true. Mm. It's kind of like the goat. You saw the last episode of Power, right? Of course. It's kind of like what Ghost did with 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 um, Notorious Care to Tasha. Like you know, they were gonna break up, and Tasha was done. She wanted to move been, on. Been done. She she done found well now her dead ass ex boyfriend. She done found a new man, you know, and everything is copacetic. She's moving on. Here he comes. We need to stay together for uh for for appearances. What? So then they stayed together for appearances, kind of dragged her back in. And then all of a sudden he's like, I found someone new and I can now give you this divorce. Mm-hmm. After she done asked for this divorce for 10, mm-hmm. for how long? For like a whole season, mm-hmm. whole season and a half. I found someone new. I'll now give you the divorce. You can, you can now move. After you done killed my man. Don't get me Let me tell y'all something, man. Let me tell y'all, y'all got to <laughs> stop this bullshit. <laughs> I'm tired. Almost turned off power after that because it hit too close to home. I was like, are y'all for real? Is he serious right now? With a straight face. You better know it. They will always want to quit instead of get fired. So always take that into consideration. When you want to end something and they snot bubbling and crying, they don't want the snot bubbles don't work on me. (laughs) Be like, oh, you need to (laughs) shoot. Sorry. <laughs> Wipe your face. <laughs> Pack your bag. <laughs> Call me and, tomorrow. And get out. <laughs> and get out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, speaking of disgusting men, this Kevin McCall situation. Yes, Did you watch the whole video? Yes. It was disgusting. But okay. How did a woman how did that start? Did no she, one knows. Did she call him and say, yo, I want to take you on a date? So I was trying to grab context clues from what he was saying throughout the video. Here's what I think happened. First, we see all of a sudden on Kevin McCall, as we all know who he is, the singer songwriter who was with Eva Marcel and has been in an ongoing, disgusting child custody battle with Eva Marcel. He done disowned his own kid. So she had her new husband adopt her new husband, Michael Sterling, adopt their child, their their daughter, Marley. Marley. Um, and now she's Marley Sterling. Mm-hmm. And Kevin McCall has flipped his shit umpteen times, threatened her. She's called the cops on him. He's had mm-hmm. domestic ch- violence charges. It's been too much. 
So I think Eva's just trying to be over here by herself. And now we've all started to see exactly maybe what she's been going through mm -hmm. this whole time when he released this video. So he's been swearing up and down. He's the perfect, he's the perfect father and perfect everything. But we all know that ain't the case. So suddenly on Kevin McCall's Instagram live, he goes live and it's him in a restaurant. I think it's Houston's him in a restaurant with the phone um, only on him, but it's like sitting on the table and you see that he's eating with someone else, but we can't see the other person. And then her voice comes in. So we know it's a woman. So as soon as the video comes on, he's just like, so why are you trying to touch my hand though? So, I mean, you trying to feed me and shit. Like, who said this was a date? So you think just because you try to buy me food or whatever that I'm about to, like, just, you know, I'm going to go have sex with you? You're not even my type. You're not even a person I would have sex with. You know who I want to have sex with? That girl in the studio that you saw. The little petite girl with the little baby and stuff. That's who I want to smash. Here's what I was putting together in my head. Maybe they met in the studio because he mentioned, you remember that girl in the studio that you saw? I don't know who she is. She could be a publicist or a manager or somebody who just works in the industry who happened to be in the studio that Kevin McCall was in that day. And she sounds, I don't want to say 65, but she sounds 65 years old, even though she said she was 35. I was like, girl, not, not by the voice. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a rough 35. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe she just is one of these women who, I don't know, like wants to, some women do stuff like that. Like, let me take you out to eat, baby. Let me do this. Let me do that. For one reason or another, maybe they are pick me type. Maybe they are, maybe they really think, oh, if I take, you know, the initiative, maybe I could get with him. Maybe they're really shooting a shot. Maybe they're desperate. Maybe, who knows? I but it seems, her shot. yeah, it seems as though she was definitely shooting her shot mm -hmm. and she asked to take him to dinner. So they go to dinner because he also says, I just met you like a few mm -hmm. minutes ago. So to me, it seems like she was in the studio with him. Mm -hmm. Um, he keeps saying, I ain't got to eat this five-star ass food. I was like, in Houston? I mean, I would give it four and a half. Four, you know? But okay. I ain't got to eat this five-star ass food. Like, I can eat my buy my own food. I just came, you know, to be nice. But you still over here eating and eating fast. Eating fast. Licking your fingers. Like, you ain't eight in a week. So, to me, I'm like, can you afford it? Because from what we've heard from the legalities of it all, and you getting arrested at the courthouse. At the courthouse. Just last week. Because you're trying to fight the court people. How dumb can you be? I mean, maybe you can't afford food. Maybe that's why you say yes. Because men love to criticize women who say yes to dates that they know that they don't like just to get some food. I think that's exactly what he did. And the woman's like, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Why you got to talk to me like that? Like, I mean, I was just trying to hold your hand and be, I was just trying to touch your hand and say hi. You know, like just trying to be nice. He was like, no, nah, but you was trying to hold my, then he was trying to feed me food. And she was like, I mean, I was just trying to see if you wanted some. I mean, he was being disgusting and completely disrespectful. And I've never heard anybody do that for that long period of time without the woman getting up yeah. and leaving. And I said to somebody else, like somebody posted about it, like, why is this girl still sitting there? She a dumbass for just sitting there. Like, what kind of person are you for allowing this? And I was like, what y'all don't understand is men do this shit all the time. This ain't nothing new. And every woman you know probably has had at least one man in her life try that with her. Usually younger. I had that happen to me when I was in high school. So usually younger, they try to be, because they think it's funny. They think it's like, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm the man. I'm about to, I'm about to disrespect. Almost like that Carrie moment, you know, the movie Carrie. Um, like, let me put her on a pedestal and then just knock her down because I think it's funny. 
boys do stupid shit like that. I've never seen an almost 40-year-old man do that. But, I mean, it happens. And there are women who just don't have a lot of self-esteem, you know? Well, I'm going to need them to get some. I know. Especially if I'm paying for dinner. Oh, I would have knocked that food right, right out on the floor. I think that she just wanted his company. And no matter how he's talking to her, she's okay with just him being there. Because she still never even checked him for talking to her crazy until the very end. It was so unattractive. The way he was eating and talking to her. He was eating like a pig, talking to her like yeah. a pig. Yeah. was just disgusting. He's like, you really think I would have went on a date with you? But you but you here. But you here. You here right now eating up this food that I paid for. It would have been check, please, and we're going to get a split check. No, but then you broadcast it live. He was like, this is the attention that you wanted, right? He's like, I'm not even putting the camera on you, but you wanted, you wanted people to know that you was with me, didn't you? That's why you asked me to come to dinner, right? Then stop eating the damn food and leave. You could have left, too. If you think that she's just trying to sexually assault you or something at dinner, then you could have got up, left your food, even asked for a doggy bag, nigga. Like, if you hungry, leave. Yeah, she made herself look bad. Sis, whoever you are, you made yourself look real bad. You're better than that. Way Women, don't stop taking that. bullshit from these men. Ugh. Like, stop. You better put some Magdy Stallion in your life. You better put some, even some Nicki Minaj in your life. Something. You better start listening to, I mean, clearly that's your, that's, that's what you're listening to these days based on how y'all be talking and looking. Like, that's, that's your spirit animals. <laughs> so take a note, okay? Mine, city girls. So if you want to chime in. Yes, today. city girls. <laughs> You know, shit, Sierra, any of them. Like, take a note. We don't have to do this no more. You Clearly, you make your own money while you're buying everybody food. What are you doing? You don't need it. If you need just to have sex, like, trust me, Tinder is great for that. For that? You can walk down the street and ask any man, and I don't know any man that's going to turn it down. Like, it's not that hard. You don't have to be put through hell, you know, like, and somebody tearing you down to the point of nothing just for you to have company for for 15 minutes stop doing that ladies stop giving these men all this power child yeah anyway um speaking of the city girls and sierra and all them oh did you see sierra and megan dancing did you see it it was on instagram so sierra um released a song called melanin and it's like a little twerk bop and she has like lapita on it la la I guess it was her version of Ladies Night. I don't know. I gotta check that out. Yeah, it just came out like Friday. Um, and a few other people, City Girls is on it with the hook. And so she, I guess she's in LA or wherever, somewhere, child. Maybe Atlanta. I don't know. No, probably LA for AMAs. Yeah, she is because Megan's um, presenting. So last night, I don't know when they got together or why, but they started walking out to the song and started doing a twerk fest. And I was like, Sierra, the, the original. The original knees with the new knees. Don't you love it? Original knees, Sierra. Love new it. knees, Megan. And it's love kind of like that old it. that old school Sierra when she was back in the My Goodies days, turking all over the place with Crunk and Be Princess. It's so good to see her like that again. She's happy. She's happy. I think she. Now that's. I think that's true happiness right there. I think. I is. told a certain friend of ours who's sitting right here <laughs> that in the car the other day, and he told me he don't believe none of that shit. No. <laughs> I said she. I think see, that's true. Me, that's what I said. True I said happiness. her and Russell Wilson. If he ain't Russell Wilson, like I don't want him because clearly he's showing us that it's possible to have. It is. I mean, it if is. there's no such thing as a perfect relationship, but damn, it's, 
damn. It's 80-20. Give me that. I think there's 95-5, honey. <laughs> Give me all of whatever all they 5% of it. that's bad is. I'll take it. I want all of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of Jada and Will. Put it together. Put it together. Give it to me. I'll take all the bad. I I doubt there's that much bad, but you can tell when a woman is happy Happy. and free within herself. You know what I'm saying? And this way, look at the way he looks at her. Don't even pay attention to her. Just watch Mm. how he looks at her, and you can see that it's happening. Mm. And the way he talks about her when she's not there, the way he promotes her and uplifts her without her asking. Take note, Jay Z. Oh. I'm going to need to see more of that, baby. Good God. Promoting Jeannie? Mm-hmm. I said Jay-Z. Oh, Jay-Z. Child. I mean, he does talk. Like, in, in, in interviews. Really? I haven't heard him really do interviews lately, but Uh-oh. a few years ago, he would say about how, like, she's everything. To, like, she's really? everything. She's it. Like, that's, he's she's the reason why he is where he is. That was with the cue card like this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's everything. I don't know what <laughs> don't he said forget. lately. She's everything. Don't forget to say it. He's like, oh, yeah, and she's everything. I mean, he <laughs> calls her his queen. Like, what uh, else y'all want? Mm. Anyway, I do <laughs> feel like for a man to put you on a pedestal without you asking and for him to promote you and support you and not, not just support, like, emotionally, but financially, that's a big thing. You know, like, putting money behind her own independent record label like, I understand that not everything's about money. It's not about materialism, but there is an element. His woman, his yeah. woman win. Like there is an element to... of financial support that is important when it comes to a relationship. One, because black women are the least, um, the least likely to receive funds from loans, banks, venture capitalism, anybody. So... If you, if I'm gonna be giving you my whole body and my life and giving you kids and giving you everything every damn day of my life, if you can't even give me some financial support as well, because we're not on equal playing terms, unfortunately, on equal playing field. Sorry, unfortunately, the least you can do as a male in this world with your male privilege is to support me financially when I need it. I mean, that's all did. I'm asking for. He did and he does. Oh, honey, he got the funds to do it. I love it. And a lot of men got all the funds and don't give their woman nothing because they use it as a form of control. So whether you're using your money to support her or using it as to control her, money is always an issue in a relationship. No matter how you're using it, the money exists and it's being used in some way. So, I mean, why you don't chime in real quick? Pull that, pull that mic around. <laughs> pull the mic around. Why you don't feel like they are, just swing it, swing it that way. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Why you feel like they not real and why it might be just fake? I don't know if it's real or not. Why don't you know it's real? I don't believe anything that I I see out on social media. I don't believe anything I see out on TV. You can fake all that stuff. They're celebrities. That's their their job. I get it. But. They want us to fall in love with them so they can have their own show and have us all just like get into their lives. But I have no idea. If your happiness is coming from material things and like financial support, then like. Are you truly I don't think that's the only thing it's coming from. Not not at all. No. I mean, he wasn't doing that to be, when they fell in love. Like, you know, they both are very Christian. They both was celibate before they, you know, got married. They must have conceived like that damn night that they got married because that baby you? came out nine months exactly. Wouldn't you? Um, for sure. I mean, he was praising her from the from their first date. Yes. Like it was before like exchanging of money, you know. I mean, I get, like, I get, 
me of all people, I definitely am kind of jaded when it comes to relationships. People will be extremely happy on a high, talking about this is my queen, my world, and then file for divorce two days later. So I get it. I just see something different I with see them. So different. I don't know what it is. And you know what I love? I love like what I'm seeing from you when you even think about that example. Mm. That's amazing because I think that like it's a great example to kind of like want to be inspired by. Yeah. So that's a love that you know. We yeah. Inspired by and we need examples of in order for us to like have hope and love still. Yeah. And I, you know, I, until Ayala gets up in there and like kind of like you, stop, you know don't what? let Ayala do it. <laughs> don't make Ayala come in there and ruin things. Robin, you know I don't you feel stay her. far away from that Robin. <laughs> what? Not her government name. <laughs> Robin. Because <laughs> you know I don't really, I don't really mess with Ayala like that. I feel like she be messing up relationships, Listen. of like family relationships and relationships like and i don't like it you're not a therapist smacking the table is not solving any problems you can't solve not these, on my watch <laughs> these 20 year problems in 30 minutes that that part too that part too i guess child um but i'm here for it all but somebody that i'm not here for and i've always second guessed are they really is this just for like social media so something I'm not feeling is the Ray J and Princess drama because I feel like they were definitely a social media couple to begin with and definitely a um, let me do anything I got to do to stay on TV. So now after they done acted like they're now the perfect married couple, they got, got married, they got she's pregnant again with the second child, cute ass Melody in the mix. Oh, my God, the little girl's so cute. Um, and now I just thought they were the perfect couple and everything was fixed after he pushed her in the pool back in the day. Now, apparently they're split again because he, she claims, Princess claims that he left Vegas when they were there for the Soul Train Awards, left her eight months pregnant and the baby back in Vegas and left to go be with hoes or something like that. And so she puts all of this on social media, which is so odd. I mean, it's not really odd for her, but she hasn't done it in like years. Um, and Ray J then chimes in like that never happened. I'm still here in Vegas. Look at my penthouse suite. I'm still here. And they're going back and forth and playing all this mess out over social media. And the latest thing is she says that he only acted like he wanted to leave so that he can go and be with escorts and prostitutes and strippers while Princess, she's at home. Leave. I'm so tired of y'all. Leave. It's Ray J, girl. Leave. <laughs> leave. Well, Ray oh J making this, these millions honey, with he? this scooter company, so, you know, Is I don't he? know. Anyway, what do you think I mean, since you don't like social media relationships? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, you know, when she fell into the pool and he didn't help her out, by the way. <laughs> Did she fall or did he push her? Bye bye. Oh well, I wish them luck because they really are a cute couple. But if they're only doing this for social media, then it's it's toxic and I don't want it. It's a toxic relationship. Get out of toxic relationships. That's the theme for this show. All right, all right, y'all. That's all we have. Like we're getting kicked out of the room. We are done. There's plenty more to discuss. Always visit the YBF.com for more and at the YBF underscore daily on Instagram. Um, and also follow our podcast page at the YBF podcast. And that's where we're talking about everything. Thank you so much, Darius, no for doing problem. this. And thank you, I mean, for doing this. <laughs> we're going to do more with I mean, too. All right, guys. Thank y'all for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. All right. Bye.